Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Getting ready for the biggest game of the year. (laughs) The biggest game of his life. I don't know. We're just trying to pump this up as much as possible because it's that big. It is. Dave, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? No, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Coach. We're doing very well. And, uh, of course, this is going to be a major test for your guys, and you're, and you're certainly ready for it at this stage of the week because we're so close to this game. How are you feeling about it? I feel great. I feel like <clears throat> these guys have prepared the right way. Our coaches have done a great job getting them ready and looking forward to the contest. Two really physical teams that are playing well. And, and Coach, you've been building up to this point, of course, since you took over there in 2013. And I always ask coaches that, that take over a new gig, you know, when you step on campus, what's the first thing you like to instill in your program? You being an old defensive guy, uh, what was the first thing that uh, you, you look, looked at on this team and said, hey, we got to change that immediately? Uh, <laughs> there was so many things. I mean, it was more – uh, getting competitive depth on our roster, you know, we just didn't have a lot of depth at that time, and we needed to get taller at every position. Uh, we were a pretty short football team, and so we recruited length. We recruited, you know, guys that were versatile that we knew we could develop and build into bigger bodies, and uh, wanted to create a culture where they love football and, and uh, look forward to being a part of working hard because, you know, at a place like NC State. You've got to develop guys into five-star players uh, sometimes. And not that we can't recruit great players, we do, but we also have to fill our roster with guys that have a chip on their shoulder that are going to work harder than everybody else. And it takes time to do that. Along those lines, Coach, I, I remarked earlier that when I watch your defense, these guys with the, the, the length that you just mentioned, the size, but they also have that speed that I see in these SEC def- defenses. It, was that a, a huge deal for you as well? we got to get faster on this side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, speed is the name of the game. And, you know, in this league, uh, the ACC, uh, we tried to build our football team where we could beat Florida State, where we could beat Clemson. And at the time that I entered the league, they were at the peak um, of what's going on in college football. So, you know, we've really done a study on not just what we have to do to be competitive on the Atlantic division, but we recruit against the SEC all the time. So, you know, we look at who the NFL drafts and what those body types look like and, we go out and try to find guys that not only have the measurables but have the intangibles too. We had some fun the other day with some Nick Saban audio. He said that when the media writes nice things about the team, it's like rat poison to the players, and we laughed because everybody seems to be saying nice things about that program. But when you're your guys and it's a program that, that's coming from a different place and growing and getting better and everybody's getting behind you, and then all of a sudden the newspaper is covering you a little bit more and there's more interest, do you feel like you need to, to ground the kids a little bit more to make sure that they – they don't get uh, overconfident? Uh, I think our guys were grounded a year ago and everyone turned on us, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. So it's pretty easy for us to say, you know, win or lose, we're not going to listen to people because we know what they do when you don't win. And we've tried to 
insulate our guys into uh, an atmosphere where all we care about is what we did yesterday and how we're going to learn from it and get better today. Uh, we don't look ahead. We do inspect and identify and, and create action plans for the next day, every day of the week. And it's been easy to focus on because we've been doing that since we started this thing in January. Coach, can you give us a little bit more insight on what you mean by everyone turned on you a year ago? Uh, we lost a game last year to Clemson, you know, on a field goal. And after that, you know, we did not handle that loss well and, and had a tough month in October and um, really had a lot of people on the outside saying bad things about our coaches, our players. And, you know, our guys hung together and we won three of the last four games. And, um, uh, I thought it really helped us grow uh, as a team. Our chemistry got better. Uh, we bonded and went through a really hard time together and came out of it with some incredible momentum and uh, had some great seniors like Bradley Chubb and Jalen Samuels and B.J. Hill decide to stay and finish what they started because they felt it in the program. And they just understand that uh, this is a family here and we're going to work together and not let outside influences impact us one way or the other. G. Owen Jones with NC State head football coach Dave Dorn across the country on CBS Sports Radio. You mentioned Bradley Chubb. We watch him play. We're amazed with his play. Tell us something about him that, that only you and, and the people in the in the program would know that, that you like about the guy. Uh, he's the hardest working guy that uh, probably in college football. I mean, he, he's got incredible talent. He was raised by great parents, so his intangibles are off the hook. But uh, – Nobody works harder than him. He practices like it's a game every day. He has incredible enthusiasm for the game. And when he's off the field, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. But on the field, he's nasty, you know, and that's what I love about him. What, what, you just mentioned something that run uh, or the slide you had last season. That's one of the reasons I picked you to beat Louisville this year is because you, you just missed knocking off Clemson a year ago. And I thought you guys allowed that one loss to beat you twice, which young teams can uh, allow those type of things to happen. Now, you faced a running quarterback in Lamar Jackson. You were able to defeat Louisville. Wimbush, any comparison in his game uh, to Jackson? I don't think he's the passer that Jackson has become this season, but any other uh, things that are similar to what you faced versus Louisville? Yeah, I mean, he's very dangerous as a runner. You know, I think Lamar is just in a class of his own because of how fast he is and how many different ways they run him, you know. Uh, and Petrino has an NFL passing offense along with all the QB run games, so there's a ton of things you're preparing for. Uh, not that he can't throw the football. He can. Wimbush has a good arm. It's just he has not had the experience that – uh, and, and the passing offense, they, they haven't had to rely on the drop-back passing game like Louisville does. I mean, they lead the ACC in passing. So it's just a different offense. They've really bought into running the football. They've got a great offensive line. They've got a great tailback. They've got big tight ends. And Wimbush is just another part of it. And when he does drop back, he's scary, you know. So there's all those different things going on at the same time. It's a different game, though, than, than Louisville because their passing offense is very prolific. You've got strength against strength, that offensive line of Notre Dame and, and your defensive line and, and your guys. So when you look at how big those guys are, NFL players, and then the talent, excuse me, the talent that you have on the defensive line, how do you expect that to go once things get moving on Saturday? Well, that's going to be the battle right there. I mean, they've got four senior O linemen that are great players. We've got four senior D linemen and two junior D linemen that I think are great players. And there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the trenches that's going to determine the outcome of the game. I think the other side of the ball is no different. Our O-line's playing at a high level, and 
they've got a great rotation on their D-line. They're long, they're active, and they're very sound in what they do. It's going to be an old-school game on the line of scrimmage. Yes, it's going to be one of those snot bubble games, so uh, get, get them on tight. Strap them on tight for this one. Ryan Finley, of course, he was at Boise State. How'd you get him to come all the way out to NC State? Uh, well, I mean, he looked at several schools, and uh, we were at a situation where we had just lost Jacoby Brissett, and we had uh, a quarterback coming back that we felt great about, uh, Jalen McClendon, who's still here and, and we love. Uh, we didn't feel like we had a backup behind Jalen that if Jalen had an injury we could win with at the time. We needed to develop our younger quarterbacks, and so we were looking for a guy that could come in and either beat Jalen out or be his backup so that we had two real options there. And uh, there were several quarterbacks at the time that were looking around. And so, you know, we did our homework on guys. And obviously Ryan had a, a background already with, with Eli. He visited us and a couple other schools, and it was just a good fit for both parties. Do you use the aura and mystique and all the cliche things that comes with playing at Notre Dame in your preparation for this game? Do you talk about that with your players, or do you have the mentality of, listen, it's a business trip, the field doesn't matter, the place doesn't matter, we got to do what we have to do? Yeah, no, I mean, we'll talk briefly about it, but you know, the thing here is these kids didn't grow up in an era where Notre Dame was a powered football team. I mean, they've always been a storied program, and Really, I grew up uh, in that age when Lou Holtz had him rolling. These guys, you know, they grew up thinking about Florida and, and uh, thinking about Clemson, thinking about Florida State, those kind of teams. And we've played well at those stadiums. You know, when we played at Florida State, we played well. Played at Clemson, we've played well. So the environment's not much of a factor when it comes to the guys as far as the mystique. It's more about just the fundamentals, the technique, their eyes, you know, being able to handle crowd noise, which will be a big factor in the game for our offense. Jalen Samuels has been a huge factor for this offense. He is so much fun to to, to view uh, on the football field. Uh, this guy, you use him in so many different ways. I, I mentioned earlier that he's an H-back, he's a tight end. You can hand it off to him. Uh, how has he developed in, in your system? You know, he's a special guy. I mean, he he's developed uh, in so many ways, and, as a receiver, he's a tough matchup. He's he's got really good skills when it comes to catching the football, running routes, and getting guys turned around and finding spaces. As a runner, he's just got unique vision. You know, he doesn't require a lot of reps to see what he needs to see, and his football IQ is uncanny. And he can do a lot of things because you don't have to rep him a lot of times to get it done. He just understands the big picture and he can react quickly. Earlier this month, there was some talk about a contract extension, and that's happening. You know, any time you have a start like this and you're playing that well, that that may happen. Is that it's got to be tough though? Because on one hand, you're like, this is great because a place wants to extend my contract. But on the other hand, you're so focused on the tax task at hand, you're probably thinking, oh, can we wait for this? Uh, what's that like going through that both sides of that? You know, uh, my agents working on that with um, our athletic director and chancellor and that's what we pay them to do so i'm focusing on winning games and letting those guys handle that side of it uh, there's no doubt that uh, i'm excited about the opportunity to be here for a long time my kids love it here my wife loves it here so that'll play itself out and I'm not sure how fast those things can work because i really haven't been dealing with it uh, Dave Doe, now am I reading that correct? That, uh, that's the nickname, your little inner circle, that's what they call you? What's that? Dave Doe? 
No, never heard that before. <laughs> never heard that before. Okay, I I, I was wondering because I hadn't heard it either. So I, I wanted to go straight to and get it from the horse's mouth. I was like, that's that's a new one. Uh, but maybe you'll be you'll be rolling in the dough uh, if Gio, you're correct about these contract talks. If when you the the final seconds are off that clock Saturday, and you you're staring at another W for NC State, what will you point to as the reason why you won this ball game? Uh, turnover margin for sure. Uh, both teams are very good in that area. They're plus ten, we're plus eight, and for us this year, we're undefeated when we're even or better in the turnover margin. Uh, I think that's going to be a key to this game, and special teams will have a huge part of it with the field position. Skippy, is that your nickname? I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> now. I'm trying to figure that out. No, <laughs> coach. Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate, we appreciate you, coach. it. Best of luck tomorrow. Thanks for having me, guys. Go Pack. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.